You're listening to Kelly Unleashed, a podcast with real conversations about real experiences. No topic is off the table. Kelly is a single mother with two daughters who survived the unimaginable. She's ready to share her traumatic experience and help others heal and find their inner strength. Hi, and welcome to Kelly Unleashed with your host, Kelly Kane. First and foremost, I want to thank you for having faith and taking the time to hear our story. Some of the subject matter will be a little bit difficult, and some people might not have an easy time with it. Um, It does deal with abuse and different forms. Hopefully, I will compel you to want to listen because we have been through so much. It's not a podcast just based on one topic because there are so many topics and things that we have gone through in our lives and I just want to use that to help people. Believe me when I say that I'm not for everyone but I will empower you and you will want to come back and listen. I feel like I've always had a purpose. You know, instead of letting it define me, I burned to the ground and rose up like a phoenix from the ashes. I like to use that metaphor because honestly, I was very miserable and I did not even realize it. You know, a lot of people say things happen for a reason. Things happen for a purpose is how I view it. And I don't tell our story for pity. I genuinely tell it so that maybe, you know, if we can even save one person or help one person from going through this or even just, you know, one person that's fighting their battle alone. Because let me tell you, I'm here for you. I have been there. Granted, I did have people that were there for me. But there were also those times that... I was alone. And you know, I don't want to say that I was glad that I had gone through the things that I'd gone through, but I want to say more that I was endeared because some of those things I've gone through, without those things, I wouldn't be here today trying to help you get through those things. And I want to help. I know that everyone hasn't been through a traumatic event in their life like we have, but everyone has been through something. You can always learn from whatever life throws at you. Move on and help others who've gone through something. I don't have all the answers and I do not claim to be an expert, but I will fight through your battle right beside you. I had a few friends who were there for me throughout these last three and a half years and I thank God for them because truly I don't know where I would be today because most of the time I fought these battles alone and you know what that makes me appreciate these scars so much more because I healed them me I never thought that I could do this without depending on someone I had always you know had my mother by my side most of my life and she was my person and I lost her in 2016 and I can honestly say that I am glad she is not here today because it would have broken her heart to know what happened to my daughter and she probably would have killed him honestly because she was just that person that was like me I mean we feel so deeply so passionately we have a fire burning inside of us and I just, I can't explain how I've always felt like something was missing, like I needed to help people. That was always something I always wanted to do. I was always a very giving person. And in life, it's very hard for me to accept help. You know, I've learned to accept it more since I've gone through everything that I've gone through. And I cannot take that away from someone else because 
that's their purpose too. They might have the same feelings as I do. They want to help people. So I have learned to allow people to help me. I have wanted to do a podcast for a while, but I honestly needed to heal myself and heal my girls before I could even think about trying to help others heal. And by no means do I think that I'm completely healed. I learn something every day about myself that I didn't think that I was capable of. I was so beaten down and so miserable that I didn't even realize it. You know, when you're in a situation like that, you're in a marriage, a marriage of 15 years in my case, and you want to think that your husband's there to take care of you and to take care of the family, not tear them apart. So to bring you to why I wanted to start a podcast, in 2017, my daughter, actually it was September 25th of 2017, that will forever be just burned in my mind and it will never go away. And what really sucks about that is my birthday was two days after that. So not trying to, you know, make it about me, (laughs) but you know, it's something that I'll never forget regardless. And she was always a really different child, but I wish that I had known what she was struggling with. You know, when, when she came out, she didn't come out to me. She actually came out to a counselor at school and made an outcry to them because honestly, she said she did not think that I would leave him. And I can say that being in a marriage with someone for that long a period of time, you really think you know them. And when you hear something, you know, as shocking as what she went through, you at first have doubts. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm only human. I didn't want to believe it, but I was open to the fact that, yeah, something like that could happen to my child because, you know, I went through something similar growing up. Not to near the extent that she's gone through, but, you know, she was also being groomed and he had pretty much turned her against me. He would tell her things like, your mother doesn't love you. She's not a nurturing mother, but that's what they do. That's what narcissists, sociopaths do. And I just wish that I could have shielded her from all of that. I feel like I have failed her. But getting back to when I found out, um, she didn't even tell me. She told, you know, the counselor and she told her older sister. And that hurt. But now that three and a half years have passed, I can, I understand. I get it. And I don't hold anything against her. So she made an outcry that my ex-husband, her stepfather, sexually abused her. And, you know, for the longest time, I didn't even know the facts. I didn't know what exactly had happened. You know, this was a process for me too because I didn't have answers. And that was the, the one of the hardest parts of it because I didn't know how to take care of her after that. I didn't know how to comfort her because I didn't know for months and months and months because of the, the trial and the investigation what had actually happened. And I still don't know all of the details today. So that was just so heartbreaking and it just turned our world upside down and we had a very very lucrative company we made really good money I was a stay-at-home mom and we started our company together and I helped run the company from home he still drove and so there would be times that he would be gone weeks at a time and come home for one to four to five days but never in a million years would I have ever thought that he was capable of this I sent my children with him alone and I look back now and that is just, it it breaks my heart because I could have prevented it. You feel like a failure, like I said earlier, you know, I feel like I failed her, but 
in this podcast, you're going to learn so much. This podcast is not going to be your conventional one-topic podcast. It's going to be all over the place. Because there were so many different stages after she made her outcry that we had gone through. You know, we'd gone through the counseling process. We'd gone through her wanting to take her own life. You know, the dynamics between her and her sister, who is his and my child together, and how they feel towards each other and how, you know, they are learning how to deal with what life has thrown at them together. And, you know, like a year ago, I just thought they hated each other. They, they're, they're never going to be close. And to see them today, they've made a lot of progress and I'm very proud of them. But I'm going to talk about going through the trial. I lost everything and had to start over. And it's hard. Because I don't ask for help very much at all. I've done this on my own. And I'm very proud of myself for it. And you're, you get back into the, the dating scene, which that's very scary. Oh my gosh. I, I just, you know, you get out there and you're like, these people are crazy. But So I want to just take you through all aspects of what we go through. And now I am actually getting involved in advocating and volunteering at local, you know, shelters and just different things, local organizations. And... I want to genuinely make a difference, and I believe I can, because I'm the type of person that I never meet a stranger. I will talk to anybody. I'll sit down. It's so funny, because my girls, they crack up. I'll sit down next to someone, and we will talk, and I will ask them about their life. I always do. I love stories. I love knowing what people have been through, how they have overcome and conquered obstacles that they have faced, and we'll leave, and the girls, one of the girls will say, Mom, did you know that person? And I'll say, I've never met him a day in my life. And honestly, I don't. But I can talk to anybody. But it's funny because I can sit down and talk to anybody. I can sit and I don't care who you are. I don't care. I will talk to anybody. But getting up in front of people is so different. I am just, I'm a nervous wreck. And so I just want to let you know what our podcasts are going to consist of. I also want to share with you a little bit of insight. I have a traumatic brain injury. So I'm going to try my hardest to keep the topic flowing and keep us on point because a lot of times I will just go off on a tangent or forget what I'm talking about. I'll I'll say, oh my gosh, yeah, just a second. Let me uh, talk about this subject. And then I'll have to say, okay, I'm going to go back to what we were talking about. So hopefully you can bear with me because I tell you, I mean, I really do have a lot of love in my heart and I really do want to help people and I'm gonna be bringing real people in with real experiences and I'm so excited because you know you have so many people that have been through so much in their lives and I'm not an expert in the field but someone who has been on the battlefields now don't think that I am discrediting any experts or putting them down because I have been helped tremendously by those experts and I might I might not even be here today if it wasn't for them A person that I recently met who has a very successful podcast is Brandy Voth, and she has the Power Project. She helps sex traffic victims transition back into transition back into society. And I had the pleasure of attending a Hope meeting with her, and I knew right then that I wanted to be involved in this. It I'm trying to involve myself in everything, and. Lord, I wished I had a clone because, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Brandy feels the same way. But I was up at 12 
probably 12.16 one night. I think, you know, that's funny because I'm giving you the exact time. But I was having a lot of trouble trying to come up with my introductory podcast. It's scary, guys. I, like I said, I'm a people person. I can talk to anybody. But coming up with something to keep you wanting to come back is hard. But Brandy put on the Power Summit, which was a summit of so many beautiful, inspirational, and empowering women. And I am so glad that I partook in that because I learned so much. And let me tell you, the after party, oh my goodness. We won't even talk about that. What goes on at the, at the after party stays at the after party. Let me just say that. But it was really great. And Brandy is a very brilliant person. And she's got such a empathetic heart. And I am so glad that God put her on this path. And I'm sure that we'll be collaborating sometime in the future. But I met a lot of awesome women. And going through what my daughter and I went through, she told me, she said, Mom, you don't realize how many people around you have gone through something like this. And you don't. Because a lot of people are good at hiding it or they just don't know how to get help. And that's where we come in. And and my daughter will be on the podcast here and there. She is still working on herself and she's a senior now. So she's been really, really focusing on all that. She will be on. And I'm so excited to just bring on different guests and from all kinds of avenues of life. I'm telling you, it's going to get real and it's going to sometimes some of the things that come out of our mouths, because I'm telling I don't have a filter sometimes. So be prepared. I am so thankful that you are here and I'm so thankful that you are engaging with us. And I hope that, you know, if just one thing can come out of this and I could just help one person, then that is what I was put here to do. I'm going to help you learn how to live. For so long, I felt like I was just treading water. I mean, you never know what people are going through. It was scary, very scary starting over and with two girls who were depending on me because like I said, I always had someone beside me. I did it. I'm here and I am kicking butt and taking names. So you're going to want to be a part of all this. I just wanted to give you a little insight on who we are. And I do want to leave with telling you that you can be at the lowest point in your life. And I have said it. I try to post inspirational sayings on Facebook. If you just smile at one person, you just say, hello, how are you? You don't know what that person's going through. You don't know how much that one comment or just that one inkling of caring could do to them. You know, they might have been thinking about going home and harming themselves. And your one comment... Your one compassionate gesture could be the one thing that keeps them from harming themselves. This is very important to me, and I feel like people really need this. If you have any questions or comments or would just like to share a story, you can email me at kelly.unleashed at yahoo.com. Like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on Facebook at Kelly Unleashed. Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, it's kelly.unleashed. I just want to leave you saying that you can always better yourself. You can always be somebody that matters to somebody. I also wanted to share with you my daughter's victim statement. I've been told how brave and strong of a girl I am for a very, very long time now. They never say that to a lucky person, do they? Up until fairly recently, I found myself having trouble trusting those I should 
by all logic, be close with in some regard. My mother and my best and closest friends, for example. In the same vein, I've been dogged by a nagging paranoia that anyone romantically interested in me, no matter their virtue, only wanted to be with me for the pleasure seeing and touching my body could grant them. Because based on my prior experiences with my father, that was the most natural and obvious conclusion. And so whenever a rosy-cheeked, blue-eyed, curly-haired boy anxiously gave the indication that he found me attractive, I flew into a rage. It was at that time that I even told myself that yes, the effects of my trauma were greatly diminishing. What I hadn't realized was that it isn't normal for anybody to become so furious at the idea of being liked by a cute boy. I soon began hating him with my false beliefs surrounding men still festering inside of me. I find it difficult to recall many details of my childhood before that fateful Christmas week. My mother frequently brings up instances I fail to recall. A very near and dear friend of mine whom I've known since the third grade also retells many stories that have long since been lost. I often wonder if I'll ever find them again. More than that, because of my inability to remember paired with the abuse I endured, I found myself mourning the very loss of my childhood. My freshman year of high school was spent desperately trying to assimilate into a friend group after being sheltered for so long. It was also spent trying to keep my head above water, as well as to push, even with the state of disrepair I was in, to maintain decent grades. I did no extracurricular activities that year. My main focus was geared primarily towards playing video games like Overwatch, a light-hearted, colorful, and competitive first-person combat game with a diverse cast of characters. That's why I'd always be on my computer. In the time that I played, I managed to rise to the top 10% of as many as 30 million players across the globe. I had a dedicated team that I played with where I aided as a healer who was able to resurrect fallen teammates. For many of us, video games are a hobby. For me, my favorite game had become a chore. Everything had. Getting out of bed, walking to the kitchen to feed myself, taking a shower, brushing my teeth, and talking to family members. I didn't want anyone to have anything to do with me. Without the distraction of video games, I soon began to believe that my family's state of financial ruin was exclusively my own fault. My counselor and I had spent a lot of time over the fact that no, nothing that happened was my fault. I've also developed some rather unusual habits, trying my best to pretend I'm asleep anytime anyone enters a room where I appear to be doing so, entering a state of hypervigilance and hyperawareness at the slightest shift of the air in my bedroom and laying in bed with a bright red tennis racket right next to me, accompanied with mental preparation for my father storming into my room and attacking me, stepping out of the shower and staring at the door for 30 minutes, searching for any reason not to open it, and a tendency to always look over my shoulder when I'm doing schoolwork at my desk. When watching the forensic interview, I saw a version of myself I thought had died. As it turns out, I've been protecting her and holding her close to my heart. She's not someone I will ever allow myself to forget. On the subject of forgetting, a popular doctrine I always hear is to forgive and forget. Every time I hear it, I can't help but scoff. Forgiving may help, but what will forgetting do? And so, without the absolution that performing either of those actions will help me in any constructive way in the near or far future, I say I, that I cannot reasonably do either of these things, nor will I ever. And so my last words to the most insidious human being I've ever had the displeasure of knowing are, 
May you never trust love. May you never find rest. Thanks for listening to Kelly Unleashed. If you want to support the podcast, like and share and please leave a five-star review. Until next time, remember your inner strength and know it comes from within. Live broken, but live.